90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Well, hey guys, how are you? I'm good. Kelly, how are you? I can almost have full usage of my mouth at this point for my gum graft surgery, so. We're slowly getting there. Slowly yes, getting sir. there. Oh, so it's almost debilitating, eh? You have something happen to your mouth, it changes yeah. the whole game. Especially as a radio announcer. No wonder I was worried about this whole situation. And I had the surgery on the 17th of October, so we're closing in on a month soon. Wow. Yeah. You're a real trooper, Kel. I do have to thank the universe or higher power, however you'd like to um, phrase that, in the fact that like the marvel of the human body to heal is very, like, it's amazing. Yeah. I hear that. Yep. <laughs> That's like never know it to see you by by looking at you that you have uh, major gum surgery. So well, that and that's the thing too is like <laughs> when when you have like a something in your mouth where like it's something you use almost every second of every day, you realize yeah. you're like, I need this a lot right now. So oh man, when I had mine, the first thing I was was hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Because one of the first things they tell you is, well, you're not going to be able to eat solid food. I'm like, all I want is solid food. <laughs> right now, please. Stop the yogurt. Yeah, exactly. Stop the pudding. <laughs> one minute in, I'm starving. Yeah. Oh, well, good for you, Kel. Thank it's you. It's behind you mostly now, and we're heading yeah. into a great big show. We've actually got yeah. sad news. Sad news from the, uh, or for the Backstreet family, so we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll tell you also what Metallica, Def Leppard, and Fallout Boy have in common. Also, Kelly's trivia. We got a 90s rewind that'll take us back to back in the day. It's the whole idea of this podcast, right? <laughs> We're going back to one of our favorite years in the 90s. Yeah. And of course, there's all kinds of news coming off the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony that puts so many of our favorite artists into the Rock Hall. Um, and many more to be a part of the honor process. So let's start there because there's also a real angle to one of the artists that was scheduled to perform, um, but pulled out kind of last minute-ish too. So we're going to talk about that too, but it was a big night for Duran Duran, for the Eurythmics, for Lionel Richie, Carly Simon, Judas Priest. I think, uh, I end on them as a list uh, because as far as rock goes, they are the rockingest. Um, and what they got uh, as uh, their distinction and entry into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was the Award of Excellence. So thumbs up to them. What I, I ended up watching the, uh, the red carpet ceremony online on, uh, on Saturday night. And uh, every single person that Bevy Smith interviewed on the red carpet they all had one thing in common, which was that they were all psyched to see and meet Dolly Parton. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> no honestly. kidding. But it's funny to see like Simon Le Bon say, oh, yeah, Dolly Parton. Can't wait. You know, I've stood beside her in rehearsal. Uh, uh, Pink, super excited to be there. She was talking about that, too. And then, of course, even uh, Rob Halford was saying how excited he was <laughs> to meet Dolly Parton. So, like, clear across the board, she wins in every genre and with everybody. So that's really cool. And she looked good, too, mm -hmm. strutting down the red carpet. She's Dolly Parton, right? So um, really cool. So uh, that airing of that official show will be uh, November 19th on HBO. So we can look forward to that. And shout out to R&B land, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. 
Yes. Getting yeah. in. And did you My see gosh. Janet? I didn't see her on the red carpet. Was she on the red carpet? I'm not sure if she did the red carpet, but obviously I follow a lot of J- uh, Janet accounts, including her own. Oh, right. And course, she, yeah. <laughs> you have to go see this, Sharon, and if you actually, you should check it out now. She did a throwback to honor her Control cover album photo shoot. Oh, really? So she did the 2022 version of the 1986 version, and she is stunning. And, like, somebody oh, put up a, sl- a split screen. She's 56 now, and then she would have been 20 in 86. And, oh, like, gosh. you can't tell the difference. It's crazy. She looked amazing. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And congratulations, of course, to Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, like the most prolific songwriting duo. I think a lot of people would agree on that. I know there's others, obviously, but... Oh, of course. They have amazing hit songs and the numbers are high, so... We like them. We do. Now, and I love that what, Pink uh, was excited to see Dolly Parton. She's the coolest. Really is the coolest. And I think... Um, Easily one of the most humble artists. She herself has a new song out, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing because, side note, she roller skates in the video. So yeah. that's cool. Um, <laughs> Bonus points. Never Gonna Not Dance Again. That's It's an instant, timeless classic. Mm-hmm. Love yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah. And so for her to talk about how she was excited to meet Dolly Parton, she was just like, because the, the interviewer, Bevy Smith, said to her, well, you'll get in here one day. And she goes, oh, do you think so? But it was legit asking you know like oh, i don't know <laughs> like she you're will pink. for sure by the way there's a um i don't know how to phrase this a kelly tina landon connection to the um pink video what you ready for this yes. this is where i get to cross promote our show just dance because we had on in the last like two months uh nick flores and rj durrell who choreographed that video and who are the co-directors with pink on that Ooh, video. So if, get out. And I, yeah, because I knew that they were her choreographers, but I didn't know. I think, I'm not sure. I could be wrong, but I think this is their first time directing a music video. Wow. So it's really cool. So yeah, so we did like an hour and something long interview with them. So if you are big fans of Pink, uh, they talk about her in the interview. So if you go to hy.page slash Kelly Alexander Show, you can subscribe to Just Dance and you'll see the uh, the interview right there. And they're such beautiful boys. They're so, you know, talented and and um, just like sweet. And Nick actually um, was on the All For You Janet a tour back in 2001 as a Janet dancer. Ooh, and RJ has also choreographed for Madonna. So, so they've got some uh, yeah. credibility. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they also did more Katie than Perry we do. Super Bowl performance in 2015, <laughs> by the way. Wow. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Gosh. They could retire. They could. With all that. <laughs> but I feel like stuff. I feel like they're just getting going. Like they're just... They're That'd awesome. Be good. And that's the kind of thing, too, I think, in any business, but certainly the, the creative-based industries, you have to strike while the iron is hot. So you can't go, yeah, I did mm-hmm. that great thing. I'm just going to put my feet up. You wouldn't anyways, because if you're creative, it tends to sort of generate, you know, more of a, mm-hmm. a drive to do it again and do more and, and expand and all that. So good for them. More to come for them, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing about the uh, the Rock Hall that's uh, surfaced recently, at least uh, as per the time of our recording, is that Alanis Morissette was supposed to do a duet with Olivia Rodrigo on You're So Vain in honor of Carly Simon's induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But Alanis Morissette pulled out. Big news, actually, and certainly not holding back any uh, explanation as to why she uh, pulled out. Um, because she said she didn't want to spend time in an environment that reduces women. Wow. 
So I think that we'll get more details as uh, time rocks on. But uh, she, she again, posted to social media and, and said things like, I have had countless incredible experiences with production teams, with all genders throughout my life. So many and so fun. And there's nothing better than a team of diverse people coming together with one mission. I'll continue to show up in those environments with bells on. So... Not sure what happened exactly, but she said she's she's not going to make time for that sort of diminishment, which is interesting. Well, the timing is also interesting because she clearly had agreed to do it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So why are we backing out? So something must have happened, clearly, because you wouldn't agree to it and then be like, "Ah, I don't want to do this now, you know? Well, no, exactly, because if she said she's worked with production team, she knows the work that goes in. She knows that you know, all the promo stuff, all the setup, all the rehearsal Mm -hmm. and whatever. So to pull something huge had to have happened as far as I can see. Yeah. Though I have no idea what. I am feeling very nosy and thinking, man, (laughs) I want to know what happened. (laughs) But I don't know what happened. It'll be, uh, yeah, because for sure something's up, especially knowing Alanis doesn't shirk responsibility. So, you know, like she's a... She's a pretty, like, from what we know or I know, uh, she always shows up when she's supposed to. So. Yeah. So I feel exactly. like something. But she, it's it's funny. I think over the last few years, some more women are speaking up about the Rock Hall. Like, saying, like, induct more women, you know, just in general and, and that sort of stuff. So I wonder what went down. It's interesting. It's an interesting time, I find, when mm-hmm. it, when it, when there's still issues that, that uh, offer control over like decisions and choices when it comes to women, like what, you know, like, and uh, across the board stuff, but anyway, we don't have to get too heavy on anything, but I, I find it funny. It's such a, we are so 2022 mm-hmm. that to have such antiquated approaches to things that, you know, put people in gender boxes still is alarming. And you know, what's interesting too is um, because this recently came to light in an interview that I just did. Um, so back in like 97, 98, Janet was doing the VH1 Fashion Awards mm-hmm. and she was supposed to open the show and she wanted to do her song, What About?, which is about domestic violence. And the producers of the show said they didn't want to or want her to do that. They wanted like Together Again, which is Sharon's favorite song. And so, um, <laughs> but she told them, she's like, no, that's okay. Like, um, if I can't do the song, I'm not going to do it and then they turned around you know with their tail feathers and said okay you can do it and then she did it and got a standing ovation but i bet you if michael jackson had said it to begin with there would have been no like exactly we don't want you to do mm-hmm. that song you know what i mean like yeah so, oh totally and it, and so i appreciate that janet stood up for herself at that time and more Agreed. artists female artists have had to stand up to pave the way for younger artists to not have to deal with this but the fact that we're still having to deal with it on some level is terrible what well, is terrible and it's not new. It's not new behavior. It's, uh, I don't know. Alanis talks even about, uh, um, quite specifically, she spent, she said, I've spent decades in an industry that is rife with an overarching anti-woman sentiment and have tolerated a lot of condescension and disrespectfulness, reduction, dismissiveness, contract breaching, unsupportiveness, exploitation, and psychological violence and more throughout my career. I tolerated it because it wouldn't stop me from connecting with those whom I cared about and resonated with. So she has a commitment to her fans. So she she dealt with a lot of crap. I think a lot of women deal with a lot of crap like that. 
Uh, but obviously, some there was a straw that broke the camel's back as far as the Rock Hall induction ceremony was concerned, and she was not having it. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a strong voice, though, and I, I fully appreciate the fact that she uh, spoke out the way she did, because mm-hmm. you have to. You gotta call, Can't wait uh, to hear more about it. Yeah, there will and be a, more, a, no doubt about that. A slight disclaimer, Sharon, before you move on to the next story. I was told that Janet was supposed to was asked to do it together again, so I don't have privy to that conversation. But I know it was they wanted another song. I understand it was together again, but she right. definitely went with "What About." So good. And actually, if you As YouTube it, it's a very powerful performance. Like, so you just go Janet Jackson YouTube VH1 Fashion Awards, and it's sick. It's crazy. Very talented. Very moving performance. But imagine though. You're you're a show, you're a, an event, and you invite someone at the level of Janet Jackson to perform, and uh, and what do you you know? Unless she's planning on doing something completely off chart, mm-hmm. whatever, then you'd say, you know what? Maybe you could play a hit or yeah. something, whatever. <laughs> this was like kind of on brand, on point, mm-hmm. timely, all that stuff. Yeah. How? What kind of nerve do you have that you're going to suggest anything to anybody at that level? Like you said, they wouldn't have done it to Michael Jackson. Yeah. And on top of it, too, like in 97, 98, like Janet was at the, you know, not the peak of her, you know, career by any stretch because, you know, 2001 with All For You. But she was in the zone in 97, 98, right? With of course. Velvet Rope. And so, like you said, for anyone to even suggest or try to curate what she's going to perform at your exactly. VH1 fact. Like, you should be so lucky that she's showing up mm-hmm. to perform for your little show. You know what no I mean? No kidding. Exactly. <laughs> uh, one more topic on the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, subject, or one more offshoot of that, was that another person that wasn't at the ceremony was Andy Taylor of Duran Duran. Uh, and he shared his letter and sentiments through the band's social media, saying that he's got stage four prostate cancer and dealing with that devastated to have missed this chance to get back and uh, enjoy the honor that he and his band of brothers were bestowed by entry into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, but nothing but love for uh, his bandmates and uh, the great moment for the band. But just sort of sad that uh, that he couldn't be there. So positive vibes toward uh, the family of Duran Duran and especially Andy Taylor. I love Duran Duran so much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're so I, they're so very high school for me. Yeah, that they're such a part of the the basis of what I love about music. That uh, yeah, I love them too. And they're just like the coolest. And and as we've discussed before, when I was there in 2019 at the Rock Hall for Janet's induction, they were there, and I forget why now, but they were they were inter- introducing somebody or inducting somebody who I can't remember right now. But uh, like they were in front, like Simon Le Bon. Um, was like right in front of me in the press room and I was like oh my god it's him. <laughs> so my little like 12 year old self was a very happy woman and like and especially because they were so um sweet and great with the press which was cool so oh yeah you gotta love that mm-hmm. um I want to give a shout out you know I don't, it's not just me that wants to give the shout out we all collectively want to give a shout out to uh to Dan Runcy and the uh, Trapital podcast uh, what they're doing over there is kind of cool, and it's kind of in line with what we're doing as far as uh, music and media and stuff um, in in popular culture. But what they do at Trapital is uh, offer insights and lessons learned from probably the biggest moguls in the industry. We talk about them. 
Mm -hmm. uh, Dan Runcie talks to them. <laughs> so what he offers is uh, in-depth discussions that kind of break down, uh, you know, what's going on in the business um, and really kind of cool angles of, of the business side of things. And he's talked to like uh, Master P, Issa Rae, Rick Ross, and a ton more. So if you want to check them out, you probably should. So you'll find them online at trapital.co. And like I said, kind of similar to 90s now, you'll find the platform, uh, you'll find the podcast rather on uh, <laughs> on wherever you get your podcast. So shout out to Dan once again. You and yeah. I, Sharon, I'm not sure if Adam did, but we both listened to the um, Atlanta episode, like where they were talking yeah. about the music scene in Atlanta. And it was so crazy just to um, listen to how it has all just been built upon like different artists and now it just it keeps going you know and obviously yeah. for us in the 90s era like you know so so deaf with Jermaine Dupri like that kind of speaks to what we're doing and it was just really fascinating to see how where it was how it evolved in the 90s and where it is now um you know with some of the artists that have done amazing things like Migos um, who've been, you know, on the scene for the last several years. And of course, they just suffered a huge tragedy with one of their members passing away in that yeah. terrible shooting accident. Or I wouldn't, sorry, not an accident. Somebody decided to take out a gun and do bad things. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'm still, I'm still in shock about that one, to be honest. Like, I just mm -hmm. can't believe that has transpired again with another um, gun violence situation in the music industry. So, yeah. We're in a strange time in, in the world where certainly it's not news. Gun violence isn't news or isn't new rather, but it still makes the news. And it seems like everybody can get a gun whenever they want and clearly have success in, in whatever negative mission they aim. And so. now too, I don't know if you noticed that I'm sure, I'm sure you have, I'm sure that both of you have, like whether it's this or something else, it just seems like it's so easy now to get numb to it when you yeah. hear about another musician that has been um taken out by gun violence you know because it's just like oh it's now it's this one this week and now it's that one this week and and yep. and and then you you know you see for a flurry of days you know um social media posts like this person was amazing can't believe they're gone but then yeah it goes on and then there's somebody else two weeks later or a month later or what have you mm -hmm. and well, to complement that and not compliment or uh, i guess to run alongside that is that local news in any city Whatever the size of the city, there is also daily talk about gun violence. Even here, mm -hmm. like nice Canada, it's every day there's a story about something yeah. somewhere in the city. So that's kind of got to stop. Yeah. All right. So, Pushing the dark cloud over there. <laughs> I was yeah. like, anyways, shout out to our friends at Trapital. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, we got all the important information about Trapital.co uh, before we went down our uh, dark slide of cloudiness. <laughs> it uh, happens once in a while. <laughs> it does. You know what? Uh, it, I think serious stuff like that makes the fun stuff that we get to talk about on 90s Now yeah. that much more fun because we get to seek out things that are positive, which is important. So with that in mind, how about we do some trivia? Let's do it. 90s <laughs> now. Ch -ch -ch trivia. Bing bong. Bing to the bong. So yeah. for a second week in a row, I'll remember that I have two questions to ask. Would you? Yeah, well, we're going to give it a whirl. Um, so this is, goes under the sport uh, banner, if you will. Um, All right. I will. Here we are. Uh, who won? No, we're not going to go with that. Sorry. Uh, 
Oh. I, I almost had it. You almost had it. Which, <laughs> uh, which cyclist won the Tour de France five times in the 90s? Sharon. Adam. Go, Sharon. Did, did I get it first? Oh. Yeah, you did. Okay. Lance Armstrong. Incorrect. Adam. <laughs> it's not Lance Armstrong? No. <laughs> Arm okay, Armstrong. That, that was probably after the 90s. <laughs> he was just, wasn't he like like the like 2003ish or 2005ish yeah probably something like that i don't know i don't know my my uh cycling knowledge is dim but when i tell <laughs> you when i tell you this person's name immediately there's going to be a reaction i know it maybe not from oh, adam no. so you don't know i don't adam? know i have no idea sharon one more guess strong lance arm <laughs> oh no, is know. it neil armstrong <laughs> louis <laughs> armstrong he was too busy on the moon <laughs> okay. uh ready for this sharon i'm looking at your reaction miguel Uh-oh. indurain who You're... oh sharon no. you know who he is i promise you i don't oh my god i do indurain miguel or well, I pronounced it Miguel Indurain. Maybe it was Miguel Indurain, but it was, it's it's I-N-D-U-R-A-I-N. It's kind of ironic because those are the conditions you don't want to be in as Indurain? a Yeah. Indurain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Sharon. Well, you good for, for sh- him. Miguel, for- way to go. In For sure. You haven't heard of his name before, ever. I swear to God, no. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but it's funny cause I, cause when I read the question in preparation for the show, I, I was like, oh yeah, Lance. And then, and when I turned around, I was like, oh, of course it's not. And he was like, yeah, obviously <laughs> the big kahuna in the, you know, the nineties because he won it five times. Yikes. There we go. Good for uh, him. Um, here, well, let's see here. Oh, wait a minute. That's a question we've already asked. All right. Um, this falls under the news and politics banner. Great. I'm which, listening. Which agreement was signed in 1998 bringing an end to, quote, the Troubles? Oh, my. I'm not going to guess if there's going to be a, a acknowledgement of knowing when I tell the answer, because clearly I was way off with Miguel and Durant. <laughs> so in uh, 1998, ending the Troubles. Was yeah. it the... Ireland, was right? It... Yeah. So Sharon's right on that. So I need the name, which agreement? Like, we have the Meech-like Accord here in Canada. (laughs) I was just going to make that joke. (laughs) I know it's not the Meech-like Accord. Yeah. So it's probably a random European city. Uh, so, So Sharon's right. It's about Ireland. And the answer is... The the Green Treaty. The what? The The Green Treaty. (laughs) Greedy. That's a good one. So it has two names, the Good Friday Agreement and or the Belfast Agreement. There you go. I said it was a random European city. Smart. Well, kind of less than random since it's Belfast and that's well over there. To be honest, uh, to this day, I still don't know what the Meech Lake Accord (laughs) is about. Sharon, do you? Well, it's the the accord that uh, happened at Meech Lake. All right. That's fair. Um, a second disclaimer before we move on to Sharon's <laughs> next story. Um, I can't remember what it was about either. Just another full disclaimer. I yeah. have no idea what we're so, talking about. I was really upset last week that I messed up the girl group situation where I thought, um, escape had been later in the nineties. Like I was mm-hmm. really troubled by all of this. Like I was like, you had the troubles, you- did you? 
I was I had my own troubles. I had the Kelly troubles. I had the R and B nineties girl groups troubles. Um, so I took a little looky, by the way, at nineties girl groups, and here's just a, a, a smattering, if you will, of them. So okay. Spice Girls, Destiny's Child, TLC, and Vogue, All Saints, Bewitched, Atomic Kitten, Pussycat Dolls, Black, which was Lisa Left Eye Lopez, so we write on that. Mm-hmm. Girl Thing, 3LW, Expose, Salt and Peba, S Club 7, SWV, Indigo Girls, Eternal Escape, and the Cheetah Girls. The Cheetah Girls? Oh. Yeah. So there was a All lot right. of girl groups. From, and, then, and then I just remembered another one that's not in this list. Um, Total was also. Do you remember oh, yeah. that? Show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So I'm trying to reclaim my knowledge of the 90s girl groups because I was very troubled by my error. So. Anyways. Well, we both had gaffes because I went on and on about the Janet Jackson song that I that we were talking about, and it was a completely different song. So, And, and that we, song was just so personal to you, right? Oh, well, yeah. And it's funny, too, because we have the, a similar thing because after the show last week, um, I went and I went, oh, I know that song. It's from Poetic Justice. <laughs> so, And I, I texted Kelly, and she's like, yeah, idiot. <laughs> she didn't say that. I could tell by your text, though. I had, she implied I had, it. I had text tone. Yeah. <laughs> judgy. The judgy text tone. <laughs> um, we had sad news also over the weekend about um, Aaron Carter passing yeah. away. And the Backstreet Boys are on tour and they took a moment to pay tribute to a member of their family, certainly. Aaron Carter was 34 years old and the uh, younger brother of, of Nick Carter and uh, so they were in a show at the O2 in London as um, as uh, it was Kevin, right? That was yep. pointing out that, you know, family means everything to them and, and that they had lost a member of their family. And uh, meanwhile, Nick Carter is wiping tears away. And, you know, they were getting hugs from uh, from his brothers in the band. Uh, and what he had done was posted videos to Instagram. And part of what he wrote, I think, is important to point out. The uh, He pointed the finger directly at uh, addiction and, and mental illness as the real villains. And that's true. And I think in and of themselves, they, they're not the villains. More that uh, I would suggest that a lack of conversation about those things makes them worse. So... Mm-hmm. It's important, I think, that he pointed it out in his post, for sure. He also pointed out that their relationship was complicated, but that uh, he loved his brother. Yeah. Very, very sad. And and what's, I mean, for for years you've been wondering, you know, oh is gosh. Aaron going to be able to pull himself out of this yeah. situation? And I think there was... Um, people around him that enabled him and then i think For he sure. made sure to stay around the people that would enable him and um and i'd forgotten this but i in obviously in the aftermath of his passing like obviously a bunch of stories come out i forgot that there was like um nick and his sister had to get a restraining order against aaron oh like, yeah i think the yeah. year before the pandemic i think that i think that's when it happened wow. so yep um it's clearly been a roller coaster ride with Aaron, and I, I liked what Nick said. Not that there's anything to like about this, but I liked that he said, um, "I hope you found peace now." Yeah, yeah. So may he rest in peace. And I, th- there's another element of uh, you know child stars. You know, maybe there sh- there should be a limit to uh, when you should be able to start in the business. Mm. Well, and, and a few years ago too, Justin Bieber. 
I think he said to his manager, Scooter Braun, when he was first starting to take off, he said, don't let me turn into whatever. And then yeah. sure enough, he did like when he was 17, 18. And it's, and it's not, it's not, you know, Scooter can do what he can do, but Justin's still a person. And when you're 18 and from what I heard too, like Justin at the time, he had the money to like, he would fly away from Scooter. Like if he didn't mm-hmm. like what was being said to him, he would just fly, go, leave, you know? And then he yeah. also had enablers around him at the time. Cause I remember some of his social media posts at the time. So when they have money and your adolescent brain, Oh, yeah. It's not always a good mixture. No, and certainly people, the hangers-on want to, you know, enabling or whatever, but they're not going to tell you no if yeah. it means if it means uh, wrecking their gravy train, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, on to uh, positive news. How Let's about the, the, yeah. the tying element between Metallica, Def Leppard, and Fallout Boy? All great bands. Uh, but they're also all getting the graphic novel treatment through That's pretty uh, cool. Vault Comics, which is kind of cool. What they were saying is that um, Vault Comics, from their angle, say that great musicians are storytellers, but some stories need to be told on the page. So they're going to bring these iconic recording artists to the page, which is cool because they get to you know connect all the all the elements of uh, you know, rock stars, their fans, and then the visuals that can come out of uh, the graphic novel experience. So um, Lars Ulrich was saying, you know, the team at uh, at Vault Comics are pushing boundaries. They're bold storytellers. So we're very excited to be partnered with them. Pete Wentz, uh, Fallout Boy, said, uh, you know, talked about creating a new graphic novel with Vault um, has been an insane experience in the best possible way. And while there's no release dates for any of these uh, um, experiences, uh, Pete Wentz in his uh, uh, <laughs> touting of positivity was saying, uh, soon. <laughs> so uh, that means that we could get these uh, graphic novels uh, soon. Whatever soon means. What does soon mean? Yeah. <laughs> so subjective. Could it mean tomorrow? Could it mean tomorrow? Can we get it tomorrow? Uh, probably not. <laughs> so Hopefully how about all this now? A 90s Rewind. You ready for Let's that? Let's do it. Yeah. We can go back to kind of the beginning of Aaron Carter's career, back to around this time in 1998. And again, Aaron Carter's career at this point, he was 11. Ugh. That 11. young, eh? Yeah. Isn't that wild? Uh, and wow. at that time, we were also hearing Savage Gardens truly madly deeply. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We also were hearing um, she was crossover, uh, genre crossover success story from country to popular music. Shania Twain, who mm-hmm. we're hearing a lot about lately because she's returning to bigger audiences with a big old tour. But back around this time in 98, You're Still the One was getting uh, turned up so when we good. were hearing it on the radio. So good is right. Uh, and another Canadian was making a big name for herself, too. Deborah Cox. Nobody's supposed to be here. That was huge. Oh, my gosh. So was the remix, Sharon. No doubt, Cal. <laughs> I should send you that remix. It's a good uh, song to listen to when you're doing cardio. Who is the um, the producer on that? The remixer extraordinary. I don't believe Cal. it's Thunderpuss. Well, <laughs> I would only accept Thunderpuss. Okay. <laughs> How about uh, Jay-Z's Hard Knock Life? Oh, that's, yeah. 
that if was anybody in 1998. Could, yeah. Wow. Really though, if anybody could take that song and make it, uh, you know, a hip hop legend, it would be the hip hop hip hop legend that is Jay Z. Adam was four, by the way. Aw, yeah. little Adam. <laughs> You're not allowed to listen to Jay-Z, little yeah. Adam. <laughs> I, I, can, I can confirm to you I was not listening to Jay-Z at that time. <laughs> How about this? You know what? This song has been in my head for days, and I think that by talking about it, perhaps it will leave my head and make way for another song to you know take over that real estate. Uh, the song that we were hearing also quite a bit of background this time in 98 was All My Life, Casey and JoJo. Huge hit. Huge. It's on a loop in my head. Huge. Huge. Don't even Get need the H. <laughs> Don't even need the H in huge. <laughs> uh, and that's your 90s Rewind. Thank Good you. job, Sharon. Hey, good job, team. Quick yeah. uh, update. So first of all, even though we are technically in season 11, uh, yeah. by the time we do our next show, we will have celebrated our legit 10th year of doing this show. Wow. What? You remember the first, like the date of the first recording? Uh, if memory serves, it's November 12th of 2012. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's what all right uh, it's been. Kelly was the seller on that one and uh, she pitched it well and I said, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> and then she recruited me what, 6, 7 years later. About that, Isn't that yeah. crazy? Mm. That I find uh, remarkable too because it's it's been such a long time and it just makes complete sense that this show has evolved into what we get to do every week and have fun with. So, uh, ahead of what will be a happy anniversary. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And also, thank we got you. some good news. And I don't know, I'm Sharon, I'm assuming you got this good news. But Carolyn, just give a shout out to her because uh, she's been going through quite a challenge over the last couple of months, if not longer. And uh, she sent me a note saying that things are positive. So oh, in the best way possible. So just wanting to send out positive vibes that it continues in that direction for her and to thank her so much for listening um, each and every week and watching us too on the YouTube channel. So it's yeah. fun when we, like we were talking about last week and how we thank everybody for listening at the end of the show. Uh, it makes a diff, you know, like uh, knowing that things are happening in people's lives and they feel comfortable enough sharing that uh, with us. It's it's uh, it's a sense of positivity for us, too. So we appreciate knowing that. And Carolyn, you are a star. No question. And yeah. lastly, to leave everyone in a laugh, I guess I jinxed myself by bringing up the um, <laughs> the uh, Mel C inter, you know, like interview yeah. request. Uh, crickets, crickets to my communication. I'm I'm devastated. So I sent it to like the UK lady nothing waited wow. a few days uh and then i was like well i'm just gonna email the american press lady who is actually british from my understanding <laughs> and also crickets are you sure you sent the picture kelly yeah i sent the picture two times uh. <laughs> i'm starting <laughs> to think that the picture is my downfall maybe it was too much resend it with a red arrow <laughs> this is me and her <laughs> <laughs> So I should have kept my mouth shut, but I was feeling like super positive, and I'm still now determined, determined without turning into a stalker to get to get <laughs> Your next picture should be you and a blank space. This could be her. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it, Kel. That'll get you the interview for sure. Fingers crossed. I'll hopefully have an update for you on next week's show about the quest Good to get luck. Keep Good us luck. posted. I will. Oh Thank you all. 
Yes, thank you all very much. Thank you for finding us wherever it is that you do and passing on the good word about 90s now. Still happening.